Good afternoon. Uh, welcome back to Stony Radio. I am Susie Lodge and it's amazing to be here with you today. Um, I am the founder of the WikiBiz Network, um, as I know you know. Um, I'm usually here every Wednesday um, between 12 and 1 on the Wiki Mum and Takeover. And I'm so glad that you are here with me today. And thank you so much to everybody joining and everybody that's listening back on the podcast version of this. I just want to thank you. Thank you for joining and thank you for listening and thank you for being here, making this what it is. Um, but also thank you for taking the time out to um, spend some time working on yourself, listening to uh, advice and um, amazing takeaway tips from our guests that come along who are here to basically share with you um, all of their um, golden wisdom um, that they have implemented in their lives and in their businesses that basically make it an, a nicer place to be, uh, a better place to work and the things that kind of reduce the stress and the friction in everyday life. So well done to you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and um and for then um taking the time to implement the takeaways that you get from all of our guests i think that you are amazing and um the whole point of the network is because i get it i get you i am also a mum i'm a mum of three I've been building my business since 2016 um and i am here for you because i understand that when you are an entrepreneur, it is not about just running a business. When you are a mum, it is not just about being a mum. Basically, this is in your entire life. You go to sleep thinking about your um, business. You wake up thinking about your business. When you're with your kids, you think about your business. When you're working on your business, you're wondering whether you should be on the school run, whether you've remembered all those things for school, whether or not you need to get snacks for the lunchbox, whether or not you need to be here. Anyway, everything about life as a mum is so entwined and integrated and I think it's tough and it can be amazing and a beautiful thing but I, I actually do think it's really tough to do all of those things to be juggling everything and the network that I've pulled together is a network of real real women who are running businesses who are business leaders who are professionals and who absolutely get it that we are so multifaceted we have such a superpower that we can do so many things at once but also that does take its toll and especially if you are in the line of being an entrepreneur it is just really super tough juggling all those balls and I am basically here for that at our networking events it is absolutely rampacked with amazing other women like yourself who are building the dream who are doing it while juggling the children and life and getting petrol for the car and doing the school runs and the taxi driving to all the clubs <clears throat> we are real women with real life experiences and we are here to support each other and it is fun it is not fake it before you before you make it kind of um shoulder pads and high heels and um, business cards. It is genuine connection um, and real conversation and real sort of experience and education that you can just take away and you'll make real friendships. And I'm so delighted that the network is growing the speed it is, that our events are going the way that they are. We've got uh, Meet and Mingles. We've got an amazing one coming up um, shortly with uh, Rianne Williams. And she is going to be talking about TikTok for business because goodness knows that's another platform we all need to get our heads around. We don't really want to, but we do have to. Um, and we have got another event coming up in March, which is kind of a nod towards International Women's Day. And we've got two speakers, um, Hannah from HK Hair, and we've also got Liz from the Well Nourished Club. And they're coming on to talk about all things wellness, women's hormones, how to take control back of our bodies. Because again, 
this network is not just about business. This is about the whole woman. This is about you in all of your roles. And I want, I am basically here for you and I want to make your life the best and the most easiest it can possibly be. And whether that's helping you build your business or helping you get that balance at home or helping you look after yourself or just being there for a laugh, this is what we're here for. Um, so yeah, so thank you for being here because the podcast is all part of that. We have amazing guests who join us every single week and this week I am joined by another of our networkers um, her name is Pretty Joseph and she is the founder of A Little Big Kid um, we're going to hear all about that in just a moment um, it is a sub- subscription snack box service but she's got so much more in her head and so many more dreams and I can see them all coming true um, we've been talking about them at the network events and yeah really really exciting times so I will just uh, bring uh, Pretty on in just a moment and um, hopefully she's in the background um, the exciting thing about um, Pretty right now which is the real life thing for us all is that she's on maternity leave and her baby is asleep in the background so we have got to use this time with her wisely it's a very precious time so we have managed to get her for this one hour but we all know that don't we we all know that juggle of trying to build a business while on mat leave or in the weekends when the kids are sleeping or when you're snatching moments in the car while the kids are at club we totally get this and that's why I just love this podcast and that's why I love what I do because it is genuine it's real life stuff so um I am not going to talk any longer without introducing her and bringing her on, and I'm hoping she's going to still be there. Hello, Pretty, are you there? Hi, Susie. Yeah, I'm here. Um, thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, and thank you for being so flexible. Um, it was literally just so everybody knows. I literally only just put out a message to Pretty last night and said, "Are you free to come on my show tomorrow? I have a space, and I'd love you to be there." And here she is. And and again, I think that is just testimony to how we have to flex and juggle as mums. Don't you agree? <laughs> uh, absolutely. And um, ironically, I'm trying to whisper. To not wake up the baby, but that doesn't make good radio. Oh, Hopefully you guys can hear me. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, I am <laughs> delighted that you're here with us today and I can't wait to hear all about your story. Um, because I've already rambled on for, for six minutes already, um, I want to go straight into your first song because it is a real uplifting song. I absolutely love it and I can't wait to hear it and it's going to raise my energy today. So you chose Break My Soul by Beyonce. Can you tell us why? So this song came out when we were looking to launch our um, company, A Little Big Kid, and it was on all the time. And it's a real great motivational song. Me, my son, Gray, we used to dance along to this as we were doing all our branding and setting everything up. Um, So this definitely is our our sort of a founding song for for A Little Big Kid. Brilliant. Right, we're going to listen to this song and then we're going to go right into your story. So get ready, get yourself a drink and a cup of tea. Yes, Pretty. I absolutely love that. Release the stress. Release the stress. I was like, yes, yes, release the stress. You will not break my soul. How are you feeling after listening to that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know about our listeners, but I definitely, how can you not be motivated to <coughs> the business on that song? Um, that was our, the song that helped us get going in, in 2022 when we, when we launched it's a huge motivational song. We love it. Queen B, she, she did us proud there. She did. Do you know what? I, I have to be honest, I've never really listened to the words properly and now I can understand completely what you're saying. I've always thought the song was an absolute epic tune, but I just not, I don't think I, you know, sometimes you don't really like listen to what the, what's actually saying and I, and I was just like, that is brilliant. So thank you for playing that and I, you know, I bet everybody like me is just feeling completely uplifted now. It's awesome. So Pretty, let's go back to the beginning. First, let's tell us all about your business. What is a little big kid? Um, tell us 
you know, everything we need to know. Right, so where do we start? So, um, like I said, we launched in 2022 on the back of Beyonce. Thank you, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Um, But, no, in in reality, it was really, um, it it came from when my son, uh, Gray, turned um, two and a half, three, and um, we started to look at snacks for for him, Mm -hmm. and snacking options. And what we found is, once he came out of the, the really the sort of baby market snack that he absolutely loved, perfect for us as a busy household, um, convenient snacks for us is is an absolute must balanced with all the fruit and veg. So this isn't about replacing fruit and veg, this is about having that balance. Mm-hmm. But what we found is as he got older, our next option was really the adult version, crisps, chocolates, biscuits. Yeah. And for me and, and my husband, we certainly didn't fancy um, giving Grey those on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, and snacks for children are not like snacks for adults. Snacks for children are absolute necessity. So they, they need six meals a day, three of your, of your, your standards, sort of breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then your three, you call your, your snacks. Um, but because they're so active and they're growing, snacks are incredibly vital. So, so that's where we started. So we, we started to then hunt around for some snacking alternatives from him that wasn't your traditional um, junk food, um, mm-hmm. frankly. Yes. Um, and and um, we found that there wasn't many um, available, um, certainly not in your traditional supermarkets. Um, and it was, and then the first ones we found are actually a, a, an amazing brand, small brand, um, called Freddy's Farm. And they were absolutely amazing, and um, we stocked up, and Gray absolutely loved them. And I used to take them around. You know, you used to go when you when the kids are young before they start school. You go to all your, your clubs, you go to little mum clubs, and you do little activities with them. So I used to do those with with him just to just to go meet fellow moms. And they used to ask me, "Oh, where did you get those? I've not not seen those before." Um, and we started to share Freddie's Farm snacks to to some of some of my friend um, friend moms. And then that's when that, the business idea starts kicking in and thinking, actually, there's something in this. There's something around um, moms and dads looking for a healthier alternative. Can I, how do I make this more accessible? And that's where Little Big Kid came in um, and our subscription snack boxes. And so the idea really started to form in 2021. Um, we didn't um, launch, really, it took about over a year um, juggling work to launch in 2022 um, and then so we've been running for um, uh, just over a year now um, in 2022 we did we did a lot of the states and the fairs um, Christmas markets and schools um, so that's just a, a potted history of, of where this a little big uh, a little big kid uh, idea formed and came from Mm. And I think that anybody listening is going to absolutely resonate with this as an issue because one, I mean, I can't get enough snacks into my kids, honestly. It's like uh, they're like uh, locusts through the kitchen, just like going for every cupboard going. And it is really difficult. Um, They're not excited about, you know, fruit constantly and they do want other things, but the normal sort of uh, adult uh, snacks is what you're calling them they're just like they're too full of sugar they're too full of salt they're you know they're really not good for them and and, and like you say they are much more snacky than um, what you're calling which is like a mini meal um, I wouldn't say that some of the 
sort of normal crisps and things that we've got in our house now are mainly meals. They're just almost like fresh air and they're just they're not adding any value at all. So I completely see the problem. Another thing um, that you've you've kind of alluded to too is that one of the problems I've had with snacks is that when you go out of that baby stage, um, you kind of want almost like a supersized packet version of some of the some of those still like baby sort of crisps, if you know, or great baby kind of yeah. snack bars, but they don't seem to do those because what you want is something that's bigger for your bigger kid, but they still are more on that baby side. Um, and I know that some of those brands out there, because I know people that work for Kid Delicious, for example, I know that they are dealing with that kind of um, market at the moment and that they are looking into it and trying to supersize some of their more popular products to make them for that bigger kid um before you do before you want to walk, get into like the kind of walkers you know and things that we don't really want to be having having our kids having all the time so yeah completely get that pretty and well done for not only uh, identifying an issue but actually getting on with it and finding you know actually finding a solution um so has is healthy eating and um you know thinking about nutrition is that something that's been on your mind you know always is this something that you've always been conscious of like or ever since you became a mum and now you're obviously a mum of two um and so is this something that you know has always been sort of like been close to your heart something like this so i i uh, for me absolutely so um growing up i grew up in a south asian household which meant everything was home-cooked, homemade, lots and lots of pulses, lots of rice, um, lots of chapatis. You know, you, you think on paper, really good nutritional food, meat only on a, on a weekend. It was a luxury item. Um, and and so, so growing up, um, got lots of home-cooked food. However, for me, um, as a child... Um, I was still very much overweight um, and much more larger than a lot of my friends and um, and others my age. And um, I had two sisters who were petite, really, you know, uh, what, what people would say are really healthy-looking children. And for me, the thing that did it was snacks. Mm-hmm. So I overate on snacks. And I don't know whether that's because um, they were just available. I was always hungry. I wasn't getting enough nutrition um, with other meals. Um, so I I was very much hung up um, on eating um, lots of unhealthy snacking options as mm-hmm. a child. Um, and unfortunately, that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I've always struggled with my weight. Um, and I've always been conscious of my weight. I've always... Been on, you know, I've been on every single diet imaginable. Um, no carb, high protein, every diet that's available. I've tried it. I've been there. Um, I've, 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 I've done it. And and I'm even now I'm conscious about my weight. And when I became a parent, that was one thing I didn't want my children um, to have to um, worry about. But more important, I wanted them to be educated mm-hmm. on nutrition and be educated on on health because. Carbs are good. Fat is good. Protein's good. Or, or our body needs all of those things. It's educating ourselves to understand what are the good ones? Which ones do we limit? Um, and what I always found is whichever diet I tried, I was always hungry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's not a good sign. And that then, then means you reach for all of the, the quick fixes because 
Junk food has very simple sugars. Simple sugars gives you a high burst of energy, so you feel fuller really quick, but it doesn't last. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's why junk food you feel like oh okay I'm I'm, I'm full up now, but it's a short sharp burst of fullness, and 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 people grab. Uh, gravitate to that and I certainly gravitated to that because I was always hungry and um, so for me having kids really started to make me take my health and nutrition seriously um, and I actually then did a child nutrition diploma mm-hmm. to educate myself and, and really then think well how can I be a better parent how can I support my kids to not get into the cycle that I've you know this started for me when I was very young I'm, I'm in my 40s now and I still battle through it. So for me, it's about breaking that cycle um, and having better education and giving my kids uh, a different options, you know, giving them some choices. And I think that's the bit that as parents, I certainly, I know I struggled with is, is let's have a choice. So then we can make those, those healthier decisions. Oh, do you know what? Thank you so much for sharing your background there. And, um, you know, the context to your business because I think I've learned something about you pretty today that I didn't know. We've oh. known each other for absolutely for months now and you've been in my network for, for a long time. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely gobsmacked because firstly, I would never have thought that you'd have battled with any of those things because honestly, you have always looked super healthy and bright and, uh, you know, energetic and, um, you know, and, and what you just described just doesn't fit the vision I have of you, just wanted to say. Um, but I also understand completely how you feel about yourself and when you've battled with these sorts of, um, you know, um, experiences, I guess, growing up, then it's really, it's not just... It's not skin deep, is it? It's beyond that. This is this is about um, this is about empowering. Uh, nutrition is about empowering you. I think not just from a skin deep point of view. It's about being healthy from the inside out. It's about your mindset. It's about your mental health. You know, uh, the more and more I look into um, nutrition, I am absolutely convinced that for me, so much of my mental health stems from the things I eat and the things I don't eat. Now, I'm just going to share a tiny little bit here. I have been eating terribly over the past two, well, three, four weeks. Partly that's to do with not being organised enough to get the right food in for myself um and also not making choices that prioritize myself over you know spending on other things for the family or the children you know that kind of thing and i am absolutely re- is it reaping the reaping yeah not reaping i'm not reaping <laughs> the benefits of nutrition i am re- i'm 100 percent in a really fragile crazy space mentally and i and i'm so sure it's to do with um you know it's to do with my lack of um i'm not supporting my microbiome my gut health is probably through the floor um and everything is so connected mind body soul and everything and um uh, and i I am absolutely with you, Pretty, on trying to get these messages through. In fact, um, that was just what I was saying about our International Women's Day event, which is on the 22nd. Um, we've got Liz uh, Sargent, who is a functional health practitioner. Um, she is coming on. She specialises in fe- fe- female hormones and female energetics specifically in female health. And she is coming on to do a talk because I literally tell everybody... Um, constantly about how what we eat and how how what we is impacting how we feel about ourselves our body our weight our energy levels and our mental health but I don't have any um 
qualification almost to say it's 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 lived experience and um and that's why i want her to come on and talk to our network and to talk to anybody that comes along to our events because i want everybody to take control of their bodies this year this is it i feel like this is where a lot of us are in our um uh, in our 40s so we are the menopausal perimenopausal or going through some kind of change you know our bodies have changed since we, we hit 40 and um I just, I could go on forever about this, so but I won't because what I'm really talking about here is children's nutrition and your snack boxes. Um, but for me, getting this education in at an early stage, like you say, is so critical. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree, off, absolutely. Off on a tangent. Um, so... I, tell us then how you, um, you know, you've obviously had this, um, this has been a really close to your heart and you, and you, and you had your own children, you, you realised that this is something that you wanted to change for them and their lives. So where did the actual idea of, of curating um, a, a subscription idea, where did that come from? What kind of, what were the steps that led you from going on that nutrition, that course um, for children's nutrition and what, what came next? So... I think for me, certainly, once we found Freddie's farm, um, who was our who, who were our first, um, you know, small brand that that we that we found, I started to then look into well, what else is out there? Who else um, is trying to support our kids? Who else is tackling this this market? And quickly realised there isn't many, there isn't many brands, but um, there are some. So, you know, a big shout out to the likes of Angelic, who are, you know, 14 allergen-free uh, brand. They do oat bars, scrapples, crisps, absolutely fantastic. Good for you, Nutriballs. Um, so we found um, some others. The problem I found was then around accessibility. Mm -hmm. So each of these items, you find them either online so you have to go to the individual um, websites or, for example, in different supermarkets. We're starting to see some of these brands um, brilliantly uh, trying to tackle, break down the doors of some of the supermarkets and uh, enter into, into our, our larger chain. But if you want Freddy's Farm, you have to go to Tesco. If you want Angelic, you have to go to Sainsbury's. If you want Scrapple's Chris, you have to go to Co-op. But if you want a Snickers bar, you can get one from every single one of those stores mm -hmm. um, fairly easily. So what we what I found is um, we're starting to really get make these mainstream, starting to really think about children's nutrition, getting them into the the large stores, but they're still not accessible. They still they still make it hard for parents, particularly when we want to give our kids variety. And so so Gray, for example, one day. Freddie's farm would be his favourite. The next day, he's hard oh, black and angelic. The day after, he'd want a scrapples, and I'd have to shop around and get all the different things. And so, for me, pulling it all together um, was where we thought of the idea of let's make this easy for parents. Think about the Avengers assembled. This is about getting all of these great guys and pulling them together and making it really easy for parents because it's hard, right? It, you know, it's hard enough. Um, to get the right things, to, to manage your day-to-day. -day. So this is about um, finding the, the snacks, bringing them together and making it easy. And, and you know, with the boxes we have are, are fantastically sized. to go straight through your letterbox. You don't even have to be home. Um, and we have different models, subscriptions. Um, so you can choose in terms of your budget. 
Um, and we've recently just done a partnership with the Allergy Badge, who has now approved our dairy and gluten-free boxes. So we've got approval from them because, again, um, kids with allergies, it, it, it can be difficult to, to source um, nutritional um, snacks that are suitable for them. And we've been doing some work with the Allergy Badge um, to, um, to develop our, um, uh, our dairy and gluten-free boxes as well. Yeah. This is so impressive, pretty. I honestly, I just, I Thank really you. feel like you're, um, you're getting to the heart of a problem that so many of us parents face all the time. You know, my kids are the, currently, I've got mixed um, eaters. So Jacob generally eats really, really well. He eats everything. He basically eats like an adult now. He's ten, and that is a problem in itself because that's you know upping the requirements in our house. Um, and then I've got Lily, who's quite good too, um, but still slightly on the fussy side and then I've got Tilda in the middle who is just beige basically she doesn't want to try anything yeah. new she doesn't want to eat proper dinners it's a constant issue um, but she is a snack fiend and it is a real problem for me and one of the problems I find one is just not having enough in the house I'm le- I'm happy for her to eat um, secondly it's just the costs though honestly as well it's like the costs of um of the, of the snacks versus the healthy food, you know, and the and the proper dinners. I mean, almost a fifty fifty split down the down the shopping um, list, you know, of like of costs in a way. Um, and it's you know it is it's a constant thing. So I massively um, applaud you for kind of getting to the heart of the problem here. And I think a lot of us are going to be like taking notes of the brands that you're talking about and like thinking about, um, you know, all the things that you've been saying. So thank you so much. I think there's some already some really important takeaways here. Um, now you've been talking and saying we quite a lot. Um, now I really want to get into this in the second part of our, um, chat here, because I want everybody to know that you are not only doing this with a basic, basically a newborn. How old is your little one? It is 10 weeks now. My poor name is 10 weeks. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, wow. So you've got a 10-week-old currently asleep, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, you know, in the background, and you're on mat leave, so you're doing all this on mat leave, but you also still have one foot firmly in the corporate world, don't you? Yes, um, and I do, and, and I guess that's another reason um, why I went down the children's health route. So my my real job, or shall, mm. shall we say... The job that, that pays the bills mm-hmm. is I'm a, a chartered health and safety practitioner. So I've been working in health and safety for almost 20 years now, since I was 22. And um, and that's primarily always been with adults. So looking at um, in the corporate world and health and well-being in the adult space is huge. It's absolutely significant. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've found is trying to change habits or trying to mute, um, uh, improve your health and well-being um, in the corporate world as an adult is tough because a lot of our habits are already formed. And, uh, and again, so for me, it, it's all related. Um, my corporate um, background in health and safety leading on to children's health and well-being, it's all linked. And, and for me, I see firsthand um, in the corporate world, certainly we have an aging population um, and we have a population which is, is unfortunately uh, over are overweight. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I don't, I don't know any other polite way of, of saying that, but we're aging and we're getting, getting bigger. And trying to invest and change habits um, when you're older, 
is a lot tougher than trying to do it when you're younger mm-hmm. and and instilling those habits. So for me, this is very much about taking what I've, what I know and have done for for the last nearly twenty odd years in corporate, but starting early, starting right, you know, all the way down from age three, because those habits stick, and you're more likely to build them into your everyday and take them into adulthood the earlier we start. Um, so yes, I'm I'm still in the corporate world. Uh, I love my job. I love health and safety, working with adults. Uh, uh, that is my passion. Um, and you know, I've trained years in that that uh, that profession. But for me, this is about taking that learning and seeing. Well, how can we do that earlier? How can we do that with children um, and start earlier? So then, when we do go to the next generation in corporate, we don't have the the issues that I I'm facing at the moment. Brilliant. I mean, I want to deep dive into this, like how you're, because this is a reality for so many of us um, who have um, been on a entrepreneurial journey. Um, so I really want to talk about that in a minute. But for now, I'm going to let you have a little break because um, I want you to go and just get eyes on your baby, make sure that everything's cool for you so that you feel like you can carry on. And um, we're going to play your next song, which is Treasure by Bruno Mars. Tell us why you chose this song. So, uh, who, who doesn't love Bruno Mars? You know, mm-hmm. he's really happy and really upbeat songs. But Treasure was actually uh, my first dance at my wedding. So, we, we absolutely love that song. Um, um, and it's, it's one of my favourites of Bruno Mars. So, hopefully, your, your listeners will, will love it just as much as we do. Oh, I hope so. Right, I'll speak to you in three minutes. Off you go. My, oh, my... <laughs> Sorry, everybody who's listening live. Um, I was not expecting this uh, track to start with a sexy mofo uh, um, reference. So uh, um, there we are. It doesn't even say that this is the, um, what's it called, the explicit version on on the track that I chose. So apologies uh, if anybody had any little ones around. I really am sorry. Um, Pretty, are you still there? I'm still there. And I don't remember playing that version on our wedding day, but there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh well, at least everyone can see the funny side of that. Um, so, um, is little one okay? Sleeping sound? He's, he's absolutely fine. I have his milk ready just in case, but no, he's fine. Good, good, good. I'm so glad. Right, I just wanted to deep dive into um, this um, part of your journey whereby you are still um, sort of, you are on mat leave right now, um, and mm-hmm. but you up to now, up till 10 weeks ago, you were, well, up until you went on maternity leave, you um, were building this business since 2021-22 um, while having two feet firmly in your corporate role. And I think so many of us can resonate with that you know it's 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 an extraordinarily privileged position i think to be able to start a a position you know a a role a job an entrepreneurial um career with um with you know without a a, you know sorry my cannot get my words out i think it's amazing if you're able to start without having two feet in in a corporate role is what i'm trying to say so i just wanted you to share a little bit about your journey um and how you're managing to like do both because you what you said to us before is that you started going to all these fairs and you're doing this and that and the other and i am honestly just so impressed that you have managed to get yourself out there so quickly so yeah tell us about how you're how you're managing them yeah, and I think I think certainly, Susie, having the um, security blanket of being in a corporate world helps. 
Mm-hmm. It, I think I think there's two sides, isn't it? Because it doesn't help in terms of time, um, because I work full time, but it helps in terms of taking that pressure off in and you know paying our mortgage, paying the bills. And so when we, so my husband and I set off, he he very much said to me, um, see this as something that you love doing and see it as a hobby. So on a weekend, you know, you'd, you'd work all week. On a weekend, you'd invest time in something you love and you'd invest time in a, in a hobby. So we, I started off on that mindset. And we talk about, you know, oh, is it just a side hustle? Is it just a hobby? I think sometimes, Having that mentality helps take the pressure off things. Mm-hmm. So certainly for me, that's how I was able to cope. I was able to do this over the weekend. Um, and it helped as well that Grey loved the products. So, you know, imagine a imagine having your favorite candy store in your house all the time. We had all of these snacks, all of these boxes, all of these branding characters in our house all the time. And Grey absolutely loved it. So for me, it was doing something with, with him as well. Um, but it was very much um, a side hustle. Um, and it's still, you know, it's still uh, uh, very much a side hustle. It's only now that I'm going on maternity, I'm on maternity leave, I can spend a bit more time um, on, on the business, funnily enough, whilst raising a, a, a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think it's about having fun. For me, it's about having fun, taking the pressure off um, and doing things really slowly. So when we when we first launched, when the business first launched, all I did in 2022 is reached out to some schools and I went to some Christmas fairs. So set up a stall and just started to talk to parents and started to talk to the teachers, started to talk to schools about the brand, about the problem, and getting uh, and getting people to see it, seeing our snacks. Hold, I think it it really helps, especially because um, we're an online um, store. It certainly helps people to feel and touch and see the products. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we spent that first year, um, we, we launched in October 22, and that first year we went to probably about 10, 12 Bates and Fairs, um, just to local schools in Marquise, and just to get real-life views and opinions um, from parents. Um, and then 2023, we started to spend a bit more time um, promoting the, the business, uh, spend a bit more time on social media, um, which I am a complete Luddite on. You know, I'm a, I'm an 80s child. I grew up with a pager. Mm-hmm. So social media for me um, is, is completely, is a complete challenge. But we've got somebody amazing called uh, Becky from Flourish who helps me with the with the social media and tries to get my head around, head around things. Um, and also just... Um, um, Starting to get our the brand and the name out. That was that was our priority for 2023, and just starting to let people know about it. Um, so I think for me, having that security blanket of corporate was definitely what helped me to, to carry on. So I saw that more of a a support rather than a hindrance. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah, it's your mindset, isn't it? It's how you how you perceive it. Um, yeah. But I, I, I yeah, not having the pressure for me helped. That's it's amazing. And do you think that your goals for the future would be to um, obviously, oh, I guess, like lessen your time in corporate world, or do you love what you do so much that this is something you'd like to try and do both? Or what's your vision for the future? Uh, it, I, I guess the, the dream is how making this into full time. Mm-hmm. How, how how can I how can I say? Um, 
a, a little bit kid is going to be my full time um, role and and switch off from corporate because you know ultimately I'd like to put all of my effort into to one area mm-hmm. and at the moment while I work in corporate that that is the priority um, but how do I make that transition that absolutely is 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 a goal for me um, we have a five year plan um, my husband had a five year plan and was able to exit his the corporate world. Um, and and so um, I, hopefully I have a five year plan and I'll be able to do something similar. That's amazing. And what did he do before? So he he worked in uh, corporate as well in engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is incredibly um, brilliant in um, property and property development. You know, you you give him hey a derelict building and he can make it absolutely gorgeous for you. Um, so he was able to. Um, uh, transition from sort of that engineering um, in, a, in a corporate world um, to um, going into dusty old buildings and renovating them. Um, and over a five-year period, he's then now been able to, to exit. Um, and he works um, two days a week, um, a little part-time job, but his focus really is now on on property. That's amazing. Um, one of the other ladies in our network, she is absolutely fabulous and she's called Mawana Lewis. She's a, um, a coach. She, um, in conversation with me the other day, said um, that a, I'm sure it was Mawana who said this to me, but about your your corporate job or the contract that you're working or the two-day-a-week job, whatever it is that you might be doing um, that is paying the bills currently. She goes, somebody told her to call that instead of like your side hustle or your, um, you know, your proper job as like we all like have a tendency to call it, but to call it your angel investor. So it's almost like if you think about that being your angel investor, that is what allows you to be able to do the thing that you're doing. um, And that is what is funding your, time actually to be able to work on the business of course you have to spend time actually delivering and um you know delivering on that job that you're doing but I love that term because it's just like it might not be the thing and actually for you it sounds like you are really passionate about what you do for your corporate role um but for some of us who may not feel completely as passionate about the thing that we're doing that's paying the bills it's a really nice way of viewing um that time that you're having to spend and that you know where it is taking away maybe some of the creativity maybe it's not giving you all the energy that you feel that you're you know that that where your dreams are you know but I really love that term to call it an angel investor so I'm going to jump into your next song um, and give us a bit of a breather Um, I probably won't be able to play the full one because I'm really keen that we finish on time especially for your sake Um, but this is a bit of fun tell us why you chose I like to move it move it Ah, <laughs> oh, wondering. I was going to wonder, Susie, which of the two remaining songs you were, you were going to choose. So, yeah, no, I'm glad you. I'm glad you chosen this one because this is my son Gray's absolute favourite song. Uh, they must have been playing it in nursery or, um, or 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 somewhere. But he he loves Madagascar, and um, so that's the version he he loves. Um, and we probably play this about five times a week in the house, and I think it's brilliant because. Yeah, let's all get moving, and hopefully you can you can all have a little boogie to boogie to this this song over the next three minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great. This is for you, and and this yeah. is giving us a little bit of an insight into what happens in your kitchen. So I love it. Let's go, <laughs> and let's hope there's nothing crazy starting at the beginning of this song. But as <laughs> as this is actually the soundtrack to Madagascar, we can probably hope not. <laughs> okay, here goes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> 
Do you like to shake it, shake it? Oh, my goodness. I was bracing myself just in case something else happened in that. So, oh, my gosh. Um, so just everybody who's uh, listening, um, Pretty and I, we are in, obviously, the Wikibiz Network. And in the background, we've got all the girls. Um, they're listening in. So thanks, girls. Hi. Good shout out to you because you are amazing. And thank you for listening in and supporting us. Um, and also, they've been sending me some really funny stuff, like, you know, based on the fact that I uh, put on the song a minute ago that had a bit of a surprise at the beginning. So anyway, it's been really making me giggle. Um, so hi to all you girls right um, right. I'm just so conscious of uh, the time that we've got left so we've got about 10 minutes um, and I did want to play your final song because you have chosen some absolutely epic tunes today so thank you so much um, so tell us a little bit more about your vision for um, a little big kid you obviously you've got these f- fantastic snack boxes and I can absolutely vouch for those um, I have had them and, I, and the kids love them and to be honest I probably had a couple of those snacks as well um, because the problem with snacks is obviously trying to find healthy snacks for ourselves as well like you've already pointed out um so i was quite happy to uh, have a little munch um and so what is your goal because i know that beyond snack boxes you have other visions and you've been bringing um ideas and thoughts to our network meetups um so tell us a little bit more about what you see uh, for a little big kid in the future yeah uh, i think ultimately for me it's about uh, two things really it's about making healthy snacks accessible now so whether that's through um, our subscription boxes or whether that's through mainstream supermarkets but making it just easier for parents you know it's tough already um but how do we make it easier how do we make it more accessible um and 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 how do we make it more mainstream health the, the sort of a couple of big brands funnily enough you mentioned kidalicious earlier um another is organic they only uh, launched their three plus range last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and they've been going for years, but it was only last year that the sort of the bigger brands started to think, well, actually, we've, there's, there's something missing here, and we need to make this a lot more easier for parents. Um, so I think that's the first thing for me is how do you make it more accessible? And that's what our subscription boxes are, are aimed at making things a lot easier and a lot more accessible. The second part for me is education. Um, and how do we educate in a fun and inter- interactive way? Um, and certainly, I think um, there was a couple of comments that I get, oh, you know, health brands are so preachy. They're always telling us what to do. And we know what we should be doing. Um, so how, how do we make this fun and almost embed it into your subconscious, and particularly for kids from a, from a young age? So there's some things I'd like to start looking into around children's books and I'm actually um, doing a learning tool in between um, uh, being a mom to a 10 week I'm actually listening to the Julia Donaldson training course which is through uh, I don't know can we can we can I advertise who it's through I don't why not <laughs> go on yeah yeah so through I, I definitely recommend it it's through BBC Maestro so it's 80 pounds for a year and you get all these training courses um, and it's online so I'm, I'm working my way through Julia Donaldson's at the moment and how to write fantastic children's books, making it fun, um, but making it educational as well. So for me, I think certainly want to get into to that that education space, but in a in a in a fun way. And and I think it's I think they're the two for me is about accessibility um, and education, and and the stats are shocking. You know when we look at um, uh, obesity, overweight in in the UK. Um, I work with adults, so I know for for adult stats, 
um, it's incredibly high. You know, 64, 65% of adults in the UK are, are considered to be overweight. Mm. But I don't know whether you knew how many were considered to be over, overweight by the time our children leave primary school. No, tell me. And it's one in three. The one in, so if you think a class size of 30, by the time you leave primary school, 10 kids from that class will already be classed as being overweight mm. um, before they even get into secondary school. And that's scary. And, you know, there's, there's arguments about whether we use BMI, you know, it's, it's, an, it's the, the tool that NHS use. There's arguments about whether that's, that's the right tool or not. But what I see, is, what I like to look at is trends and long-term trends. And when you look at the data all the way back from sort of 2005, um, even further back, the trend has been going in the up, in the wrong direction. Um, so we, we've been getting the rate of overweight in both children and adults has been rising year on year on year. And that has an impact on diabetes. It has an impact on the bill to the NHS. Um, so, so for me, it's about education and accessibility. I, I think they're two real key uh, key important points. And I don't want to bore the audience with lots of stats and figures, but I think it's important to have that in the back of our minds. I think it's important as parents to 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 understand or at least know a little bit about the stats and figures because that might help us when we make some of those choices um, and the decisions we make for our kids. Mm, absolutely. No, thank you for sharing those stats because I actually think they're massive, massive eye-openers. Um, and at the risk of actually going down an, a complete rabbit hole on this in the last five minutes, but do you mind if I ask you why you think this trend is on the trajectory that it is? Like, What has happened um, over time that means that these stats are getting worse and worse? Do, what do you think it is? What's the reason? So this isn't um, based on science, this is my, my point, of, point of view, but I certainly think the change in pace of our lifestyles, the, 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 the need for convenience, the reduced number of home cooking certainly will have an impact. Mm-hmm. So we are constantly looking for something easy, quick, um, and, and, that, and I'm the same. You know, so for me, our snack boxes uh, are designed around being convenient um, but healthy. Yeah. And I think that certainly, uh, certainly I've certainly noticed, you know, over the last 40 years, we don't cook as much. Um, there's a lot more takeaways. There's a lot more convenience food. And I think that certainly, uh, uh, certainly um, does not help. No, I 100% agree. And also, again, my own opinion here, this is based on no fact at all other than what I see and in my own experience in my own house. But um, it is very clear as well that the demand on screen type um, entertainment and leisure is obviously meaning that our kids, like if I look at the difference between myself as a kid and my kids now, um, my son is exceptionally active because he plays football for a uh, just about to say Premier League football club I don't think they are he plays at Peter United my husband's going to kill me I don't even actually know where they are in the league um, I, sh- I should know um, but anyway he's exceptionally active and honestly I have no idea where the food goes in that kid um, because he looks like Gollum you know he just doesn't seem to put on any weight at all but I used to be out all the time I used to disappear off across the fields for like seven eight hours a day on the weekends and in the holidays every single day I was so active I had pogo sticks and those funny bouncy ball things that you put your feet either side of you know like those space hoppers yeah. I 
I was literally always, always out on my bike. Um, and that seemed like a different life ago. Whereas my kids now, you know, they're, they're much more into on-demand TV. They can literally have, they've got it all at their fingertips. And obviously there's gaming and da 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 And I hate to say it because everybody knows how I feel about screens and um, that kind of um, leisure time. I, I don't like it, but I am a massive uh, I'm a massive user of it. It's like you know, it's, uh-huh. like, like I say, it's about convenience. Like as our, as our lives have got so much busier as parents, um, both my husband and I run our own businesses. We are constantly on the go. Like uh, uh, like for me, business does not stop at five o'clock. I will be working till ten o'clock and, and just juggling everything in between. So convenience is a massive thing, and sometimes convenience does mean chucking a packet of something over there, and it does also mean going here you are. Like let's you know feel free to have the TV for an hour while I get on with this. It's, it is a different time. And I think that is massively having an impact on our children's health, exercise, um, you know, physical, everything, all their well-being. So um, thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm, I'm really conscious of the time. Um, and I really feel like um, your little one, sorry, your little one's name is? Jean. Jean, oh, super, yeah. super cute. Sorry, my bread head is terrible. I can't remember things. Um, so um, he has done so well. Um, we're going to play Calm Down because I absolutely love this, and it's a nice way to finish. But after that, I just want to talk about um, how people can get hold of you to get hold of your boxes and, and also get hold of you to ask questions because I think everything you said with us today has been fascinating. So, um, why did you choose this song? So. Uh, this is my go-to song, um, which is on trend at the moment. So I thought a lot of my the songs that we've chosen are quite older, um, and I think I think it's just to show that I am I'm trying to be current, keep up uh, with the <laughs> with the kids, and and this is certainly one that I, I'm absolutely loving at the moment, and certainly for me it, it's quite it's a you know it's a quite really chilled, calm song. So. Mm, well, I absolutely vouch for the fact that you are current. Everything you've just said to us is so on on point. You know, I think everybody who's listening has um, uh, just completely agrees um, with the problems that you're trying to solve and everything that you've shared. So um, I also love this song. So let's give it a go. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, absolutely love it. Thank you for choosing it. So last couple of minutes, um, Pretty. thank you so much for coming on. Anybody that is just joining us last minute on the radio, I've got Pretty from A Little Big Kid um, with me. Um, she does the most incredible subscription snack boxes and she has great dreams um, for the business and I can see amazing things coming. So um, Pretty, thank you for joining us. I just wanted to ask you um, one more thing, which is... Um, for anybody that is currently kind of really worried about their kids and their eating and kind of he's really resonated with some of the problems that you shared with us today um have you got any kind of immediate tips and ideas or resources or anything that you'd like to share um which is before we go into um where we can get hold of you i i think my my number one tip is try not to worry and don't let it consume your meal times and stacking. Take the pressure off. Um, and this isn't about not having treats. It's not about um, uh, uh, you know trying to fill the plates with lots of fruit and veg and, and forcing them the, the kids to. Eat. It's it's all about balance. And there's a lot of pressure on parents um, to try and get it right and for what is right. You know, every child, every household, every routine is different. So for me, certainly, is take the pressure off, um, try different things, um, and 
it takes, I don't know whether you knew this, but it can take a child 15 times to try something before they decide whether they like it or not. Wow. And it could be right up until the one and one to 14, they'll say they don't like it. The 15th time, they'll say they like it. So my, my advice is really keep trying, keep at it. Don't force it because then it becomes a, a sort of a battle between the, the parent and the child. And of course, if you're really worried, you know, please do do, do seek professional help um, through your GP. Um, and there's some great resources on NHS with them um, called Better Health. Um, uh, 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 through the NHS website. There are some great resources, but I think um, it takes time. Children are learning, and no doesn't mean no. So when your kids say they don't like something, try again in, in, a, in, a, in a few more days or try again the next week. Try it in a different guise um, and, and take your time with it. And have fun, you know, in, enjoy trying and tasting different foods. And I think, I think that's really important. Mm, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> that is really... Uh, I think that is an amazing fact that you just said there because I know for sure that I do not give something 15 efforts uh, before, yeah. you know, I don't, if they, if, if they don't want it the first time, if they don't want it the second time, third time, you know, I'm like, oh, do you know, I'm not going to waste my time or my money on this any further. Um, but I think that's a really, really good take home, something good to know. Um, so thank you. It's you know, uh, guys out there listening persevere um take my advice because i'm not using it but um yeah absolutely um and pretty i just wanted to say i feel like there is so much more mileage in this conversation i've got about 100 more questions but i would love you to come back on um and i'd love to really deep dive into sort of hints and tips for people who are seeing um some maybe that slow um well the the the, the, the the stat you mentioned before about one in ten children, um, um, would you say one in three? Well, one, oh, in one in three. One in one three overweight by the end of ten. primary school. Ten. Yep, so that's 10 in a class of 30. 10 in a class of 30. Yeah. Oh my goodness, honestly, that figure is just rattling around my head because I think there's a lot of people who could be spotting, um, you know, maybe some, uh, this sort of in their own children might now be thinking, oh my goodness, this is this is something I am worried about. So I'd love you to come back on and I'd like to really go into um, tips and advice for people around um, eating generally and like and nutrition for their children so i'd love you to come back on but for now um, i want everyone to take home um the most important piece of information which is um that pretty has these amazing subscription boxes so pretty how can they get hold of one and how can they get hold of you yeah and, and i think just before i go into that i think another i think really another important stat um is the stat of um food poverty in children um, so one in four of kids live in food poverty and all of our snack boxes, every time somebody purchases a snack box from us, we donate to an amazing charity called St. Mark's Meals. So I could not end this call, you know, without raising the profile of St. Mark's Meals who provide meal kits to schools. And when we set up our business, that giving back was incredibly important to us. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, really important message is about um, the local charity and trying not only to tackle one end of the spectrum, but the other end where we have one in four of our kids um, living in food poverty. So, so that's another uh, stat to take away um, and maybe and a lot more to talk about in that space mm-hmm. um, as well in a, in, a future, in a future show. But in terms of where do you get our boxes, so at the moment all of our boxes are available online directly through our website, um, uh, so, which is www.alittlebigkid.com, really easy. 
um, and you have different options in there. We've got a big box, little box. Um, set up your subscription and then you can enjoy monthly or fortnightly snacking, whichever box you you choose. Really easy to set up. And this year, we're looking to also launch in Amazon and Borrow Box as well. So again, really um, uh, leaning into the accessibility, making it easier for, for parents to to um, uh, choose healthier options. Pretty, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Honestly, I feel like um, this conversation has just been enlightening. We've all gone home with um, an absolute ton of stats which are now rattling around our heads and making us all <laughs> think a lot about, um, you know, about different things. Um, and, yeah, and what I love so much about this conversation is that you're products and your own personal journey and experiences are just so on point with how uh, with our lives as women as mums as parents you know you're you're helping us resolve a problem that we are all facing um and again like i went back go back to the beginning of my conversation um when i came online today and said that this is what the network and this is what i am here about it's like these are the realities that we're facing and you have managed to create a business that is, um, you know, resolving, well, resolving and supporting and taking the pressure off uh, parents. And that is exactly what we're here to do. So thank you for that. And thank you for coming on. And thank you. And award, award winning as well. So oh, we won four absolutely. Awards last year. How have we not talked about that? Right, everybody get online, follow follow <laughs> a little big kid on social media and go and have a look at all the awards, um, SME awards um, uh, that, that you've won. And, and uh, incredible. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super work. Right. Um, thank thank you, Pretty. Thank you for joining us. Um, have a, a, a well done to your little one for managing to make it all the way through the call that's super as well um, right everybody thank you again thank you for being here thank you for listening into the show live and thank you also for joining me on the podcast um, for those of you that are listening back um, the show is what it is because you are here to change your lives and to um, make your business life and your parenting and your uh, journey as a woman um, better and that's what I'm here to do as well I'm here to support you and um, I love it it's where I find my strength and my power and I am um, so you just love being here for that so if anybody wants to come along to either of our events coming up soon as i said we've got one on the 16th and we're going to be sharing tips on tiktok for business and that's going to be at unity place and we've got one in um march the 22nd which is a nod towards international women's day and we're going to be talking about wellness and um women's health and nutrition in that one as well and um everything you're going to learn there is something that we need to take home and think about for our children too so pretty i'm sure you're going to be there and i can't wait and um yeah Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a super week, and I will be back here, I think, next Wednesday. Yes, it's not. Hang on. No, I will be here next Wednesday because it's a week after for a half term for me. But I know some of you are on half term, so if anybody needs any advice, obviously, I am the wiki mama. I know it all. Give me a shout, and I'll give you some tips. All right, take care, and have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Bye, pretty. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.